0: Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer.
1: Jim Brewer. Jim Brewer. What's
2: up, Mike?
0: What's, What's happening, now? dude? Dude, how could, how could you not feel good in Florida?
1: It really does. I I mean, I got my tan crushing. I'm outside every day, enjoying life. I'm going to, I'm going to, we got to connect soon too. We got a busy uh, month or two. um, And me and you are going to single handedly launch this thing into a whole new level production wise. I like it. I do too. You really sparked me the other day with that conversation.
0: Dude, I I literally, I was just sitting there and I just, I just thought of it. and I'm like, that should be it. That's the way to go, and I know I'm being very vague. Everybody's like, "What is you talking about?" You'll find nope. out.
1: The, you will find out, and I gotta be honest with you 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 opened you opened up the door, soul. That, I've I've had images. You know, like you see in a movie, or you see the person keeps flashing to like these images, either that happen in life or the. And you're like, "What is going on?" Yep. You opened the portal of. Bah! Oh my god! This is how I always visualized. All of this. Well, even what we're doing now. Like we're still in the growing stages. Yep. We, we still haven't uh we haven't even touched the tip of the iceberg. So it's kind of fun thinking about that. So I got I got a lot to get into today. I got a lot to get into today. Uh we're gonna talk about life, a new life, and a and a passing. We'll call it death, but life and death and a journey over the last week or two, it's just been, it's been mind boggling and amazing. I'll use the word amazing for me. Um, But, you know, before I hit this, I have shows in Tampa and and Naples, and I use these rooms to work out material. And I have to be honest with you, when I put out somebody how to say it, and I was touring and creating that, and even the silly in San Diego, um, and some of the stuff. I I was I was on a drive. I was on a mission. So that material is was very. It was it was out of. Oh my God! Everyone, wake up! I know I'm not the only one seeing this, and I'm tired of everyone trying to make me think, and people that think like me, like we're the crazy ones. We're the crazy ones. So that was kind of the mission of all that material that came out. We got a truck backing up somewhere. You hear that? Yep. This guy. (laughs) I'm in the middle of saying something. here. What's up with this guy? Where's this guy? I'm going to yell at him.
2: Give him
0: hell, Jim.
1: You know, I'm going to yell at him. How dare you deliver in the middle of the day? That's a big old truck. I can see him out there. Um, How dare you? Don't you know I'm doing a podcast, pal? We might get thrown out of this Airbnb. Um, it is during the day, though. So, it, uh, there's this new venture. I won't say new venture, but something that I've been dying to do for a very long time, very, very long time, pretty much most of my life, and that is get out these these this deeper side of not just me, but I believe all of us, right? Whatever that looks like. And last night, I'm at the um, – it actually started like two weeks. But last night, I'm at the uh, – it's it's Side Splitters in Tampa. That's where I work out my material. Phenomenal room. And I'm having people repeatedly come back and watch. And they, they know I'm just working out material. Most of them do. And um, before I went up, I'm like, you know, I, I audio taped it, but I didn't film it. And I went, you know, I just – that material and that stuff getting caught up in what we clearly see in front of our face and tries to get us all emotionally angry. And whether it be drag queens or whatever they're shoving, dead, drag queens in front of children, and they're trying to make you think that's normal. And you know, men turn into whatever they're trying to. Make you debate and spin around, point fingers. You're bad. No, you're bad. No, you're crazy. No, you're crazy. You're ho- You're phobic. You're phobic. Um, get away from that. When you get out of that, I I feel like we're at a part of time where the next year and a half can get pretty insane. If you think about the last cycle and every cycle when there's a big vote coming, or they say there's a vote coming. We go through some pretty radical emotions, ideas, and everyone starts debating and arguing and blah, blah, blah. And I really, I'm, I'm sorry, I believe it's designed that way. I truly do. It's been forever. It's, uh, it's just So I want to shift that energy. I'm trying to shift. I'm not trying. I, I'm shifting the energy. And last night I went on stage and... I I was so honest at times. I was honest pretty much the whole time. And the material that just came out, all I'm going to say is I'm super excited to start putting this together. Uh, I really liked some of the stuff that was coming out. It was deep. It was heavy. I mean, we went from being silent because it's so emotional to belly laughing. it It was awesome. So part of that, too, is... You know the real side of me. I I, I was going through a pretty. Uh, I, I I was going through a stage the last couple months or so. Like I have no direct, not to have no direction, but I just I have to constantly feel like I'm helping or 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 saying something that means something. So I'm constantly tormented with that. So this this weekend I had to go up New Jersey. Um, it was a memorial. Now, I don't know if, if there's new listeners, but I, I used to talk about this Maria's Crew. they coffee crew that started um, a couple years ago. And it's become a family. Basically, it's become a family. It's out of Chester, New Jersey, and on Main Street there. And um, one of them, one of our guys passed away. Um FBI Bob. We call him FBI Bob. And uh, we'll get into why he's called FBI Bob. And we'll get into all that. But so I'm going up to New Jersey for this uh, memorial for FBI Bob. And uh, we're going to fly in. Now, before this even happens, too, my wife and I, we're... Every relationship goes their ups and downs. We're having a, we're having a a little, we're having a rough go. And I just felt like just dark was sipping into me. And maybe it's some it's the world, whatever it is, but everyone goes through that. And the more you you peel away from that, and you just go, okay, let's focus at home. Let's focus with what's right in front of us. Right in front of us. My wife, my kid. Uh, the, the person I got to take care of, an elderly, whoever it is, the pet, whatever it is, start there. And I had a whole shift in my life about two weeks ago. And one of them was like, God, please help me out with this. and Show me this. And things started becoming what I call amazing. Amazing. Now, the first thing was right around when FBI Bob passed away. And FBI Bob when he passed away I was really sad. But then all these things all these changes started happening and it was and it's pretty it's it's uh, so I'll try to share them with you. All right? I'll try to share this with you. So first of all um we're flying up. My wife, none of us like being out of Florida for very long. I love Florida. Love Florida. So we go, you know what? Let, let's let fly up on a Saturday. Bob's thing is on a Monday. Bob's thing is on a Monday. Um, we'll fly up Saturday. And my wife's like, well, there's some graduation stuff and blah, blah, blah. Now, my youngest daughter, she just graduated. And she's like, Dad. You know what I'm gonna do? Like, what are you gonna do? I'm gonna get a sprinter van and kind of redo it, where you can live in it. And I want to travel with a cat inside. Like, I'm gonna have a cat and train it. Like, oh, okay, all right. I've learned at this stage in life, you know, Well, I wouldn't do that. Or what do you mean you get in a van? They're just—they're gonna do what they do, and then you try to help them. And she showed me. She's super stoked. She's already on a mission. This kid, she's like, I'm gonna do Airbnb work. I'm gonna get a place. And then I'm gonna rent it out and then I could borrow if I open an LLC. This kid is 18 years old talking about an LLC. I text, I was, I was so proud. I text Joe Sib and Joe Sib texts me, what do you <laughs> Joe Sib texts me, he's like, Bro, all I was thinking about was beer and open up for the Ramones at 18. I was like, I was thinking of freaking weed and when the mes- next metal concert was. Like I was full-blown jackass at 18 and this kid's talking llc i'm gonna travel in advance see the country and work on airbnb gonna get a cat wow um and there's part of me it's like i ain't gotta pay for college there is a god um no more indoctrination Woo. A little part of me is like that. So you got to go to college. You won't get a job. Ah! Wrong answer. So. With that said, I'm like, well, you know, there's, there's never going to be another cat in my house. Never. And even my wife is on board with this. We're not having any more pets. You know why? Because we're traveling. This summer, I am so blessed. We're going. I said, we're traveling like crazy. We're going to go to Ireland. We're going to go to Africa again. Uh, We're going to go to Hawaii. We're going to go to Michigan. We're going to go to New York. Let's just start enjoying life. I watched another friend who passed away as well, retired, saved all their money just so they can retire build the dream home they wanted on a beach. And they didn't even get to spend a week and a half, two weeks there before something was diagnosed and this person was had to go back home. So I definitely, when you have death in your life, you're like, you know what, let's live for the now. You're, you're a little more in tune with the now if you have something taken away. If you, if you have whatever death taken away that definitely shifts your energy and we're like whoa that's a reality check doop 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 reality check we're on borrowed time in case you forgot so with that said especially after my last cat there's, there's no more pets in the house no more pets in the house i'm sorry I I, I like to travel. I don't want to find who has to take care of this thing. I don't want to hear when we come home, my wife's like,
0: they didn't clean the
1: kitty litter the right way. It's disgusting. The place smells. They didn't clean it the way they asked them. It's just I I dealt with 20-something years of that. I don't ever want to do it again. My, My wife wouldn't put down the last cat. This cat was blind in one eye. The tail couldn't go up. Not only was a blind one, it was protruding out. Couldn't feed it, couldn't walk. And when he'd sit by the bowl, his legs would give out. He was completely, um, um, he had Alzheimer's or whatever. You had to hold him. And shove pills down his throat and, and you had to shut his mouth or else he wouldn't swallow it. I whenever my wife was in there, I never gave this cat pills. And she be like, You gotta do this, and you gotta, you know, stick it with the needles. I'm not with put this poor thing out of its misery. That's cruel. That's cruel. I'm not doing it again. So all these things are in play. And um my wife and I would we, we just, I pull over and there's been three times in my life where I begged, I was like, God, I need, I need, I'm in trouble, bro. I'm in trouble right now. I need, I need, I, I need you. I need you right now, bro. And um, this was a bad one. I don't want to get too personal, but it was, it was a tough one. Um, and boom. I mean like th- that 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 saying like ask and you shall receive it is it's mind-boggling for me. So right away, boom, things are changing. Something over here happened that was incredible within the family. And it's almost like the whole world shifted immediately, like wow. So my wife and I booked this flight. We're going to, well, I booked the flight. We're going to fly up to, out of Tampa, because I'm working out at Tampa. I live in Naples. So I, we're going to drive three hours from Naples to Tampa. And I'm going to fly out of Tampa to go to New Jersey for FBI Bob's memorial service. Okay. I'm going to drop my wife's car off. Fort Myers, that's where the airport is, down by us. So she'll fly back to New Jersey to home. I'll fly to Tampa, grab my car. After the uh, second show, drive back to Naples. I'm, I'm the guy who books everything, all the trips, everything. I got all detailed out. My wife and I are in such a good place. Like We haven't been here for a long time. We're giggling together. We're talking nice to one another. It feels good. And um, the night before, I packed. We're going to drive to Tampa. We fly out Saturday. We're going to spend Friday night at the airport, the Marriott Hotel in Tampa Airport. Okay? So... I would like to leave around 1 o'clock so there, around 4, sit down, have a dinner like a gentleman. Take my wife out to dinner like a gentleman. And we're going to eat like ladies and gentlemen. Spend a little cash, little dine. And it takes a little while for her to pack and blah, blah, blah. In the past, I'd get mad. I'm like... I'd really like to leave at 2 30 but you know this not, whatever take your time what, what are you packing I don't understand what you're packing I would stress out look at it like why are you bringing six I don't understand why you bring six pairs of shoes we're staying for two nights I don't know what kind I don't know what kind of dinner we're going to six pairs of shoes. I don't understand you don't need why are we bringing three bags we're going for two nights I know don't get mad at me it would always turn into that. And at this moment in life, I'm like, you know what? Who cares how long it takes? Just admire the moment,
0: be in the moment.
1: Why are you worried about when we got to get there? Why are you worried about you got to get there a certain time? What happens if you don't get that that certain time? It's such a it's such a, a, a meaningless. What well, I got to drive two hours? I want to be there, but and if the plan doesn't go, who cares? We have this person right now. I'm having all this these deaths that have happened, and it's like live in the moment. Live in the moment. Don't video to just watch it. Be in it. And I find, and I catch myself. I'm like, you know what? So I tell my wife, take your time. She's like, are you sure I'm not running to it? Like, Fine. If we don't get out of here to 10 o'clock at night, we don't get out of here 10 o'clock at night. Take your time. I just want you to take your time. And she's like, I don't know why. I got six pairs of shoes. I'm going to take this one. So whatever. About 6 o'clock, 6.30 p.m., she's ready to go. Okay, we're ready to go. This puts us into Tampa and the Marion Hotel, probably about 9.30 p.m. Which is fine by me. Eh, It might be harder to find something to eat. I'd like to plow right through. I'm getting a little tired. And we're off and running. We're not even 20 minutes in. She's like, I'm hungry. Now, I know this isn't. This isn't two guys hanging out. This isn't. Hey man, you want to stop and blow, you want to. What do you want to get? You want to get like. Uh, you want to get a quick bite. Want to eat a Cracker Barrel? Are we Are we stopping at like a fast food? But what are we doing? Let's eat. Let's get out of here. There's a diner, a Denny's, something. My wife's very particular what she wants to eat. And that's fine too, actually. I'm glad she's like that. Um, Health-wise and many other reasons. Oh my God, I found a place. She's looking. She's like, I found a place. Okay, great. She goes, ooh, it looks really nice. They converted a a house, an old Florida house, and it looks like it's near the water. Um, It says it's like about a half hour, 45 minutes away from here. Great. So we're heading up north towards tampa and we get off the exit it's another 25 minutes to a half hour off the highway which means this is going to be another hour pushback half this way today. now in the past of so like why do you have to always you can't you can't just be simple you can never be simple we gotta drive This like we're gonna get there one in the morning sure it's fine for you because you folks at one in the All right, no, let's just go there. Let's just drive wherever. I just don't understand. You can't find one restaurant close to the highway that that suits you? This is, and I'm catching myself like the wackadoodle I am. I don't say this, but I would feel this. Maybe sometimes say, maybe five years in a marriage, 10 years in a marriage, Um. I'm back to you know I'm back to live in the moment and when I say live in the moment I had a good friend you know we were going through a hard time and blah 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 and this this good friend really went hey Jim yeah I remember a couple of years ago this friend goes Look at your daughter's graduated. Your wife is all happy. and t- Look at her. She's playing pickleball every day. Look at the shape she's in. She's happy. She's bike riding. Life is good. Your family at this day she goes, "Your Your wife was diagnosed that she wasn't going to be here. Remember that? Look at that. She's here, man. Clear your head. I'm like, wow. Sometimes we forget. And just that notion of, oh, my God. Our family had all these times where they'd battle each other and the wife and the mom and the mom and the wife and we'd get the three-way thing. You know, the kids work on me and then they work on my wife and then we're going, we have a whole three-ring circus going on. It's just, it was very emotional. I would get stress, headaches and all that. All that is going away because everything's falling in place. They're getting along and then boom, I'm in the moment like, oh my God, my daughter. And anytime she talks to me now, any of my daughters talk to me, I sit and I really listen to what they're saying. I try to imagine how excited they are about sharing what they're sharing with me, whether I think it's interesting or not. Because they may not be there when this phone call's over. This may be the last phone call. As much as you want to pretend that don't exist, this may be the last phone call. This may be the last moment I have with D. And I know that sounds, you, however you want to define that, but it is a reality. And some people say it's crazy for thinking that way, but it helps. Sometimes it helps me live and love the moment. So I'm like, you know what? Let's go to this restaurant that you picked out. I'm excited that you picked this out. And then she starts going, no, I don't know what the food's like. I'm like, hey, beep, beep, beep. It doesn't matter. We're hanging out, and. I noticed me just changing my attitude like this. She then started having more conversation with me. And it was, it was, it started to feel really good. And we rolled up on this place. like, it's not in the water. Who cares? It's beautiful. We're taking adventure. And we sat down at dinner and normally there's a little, there's, you know, you talk, but you're trying to talk. We're in the past. When you're first dating and first in love, you just talk and talk and talk and talk and talk and laugh and talk and laugh. And And we started doing that. We started laughing and talking and, and hanging out as friends. And I started looking at my wife, remembering one of our first dates ever. And I felt like, wow. That was, that was 32 years ago. Me sitting across in the table looking at you. And you were just excited to share the, a story with me. And it's, bro, I started. It was, it was pretty amazing. I right? said, so, oh, I'm going through all these emotions. And I'm really loving the moment. And she goes, you know, we should do this more often. I went, we should. Just pick a little place just for a night or two. Come down, have a dinner, stuff like that. She's like, yeah. No. I said, well, that's what I've been looking forward to, especially that the kids are the last ones getting ready out of the house. And that's why we're going to Africa and traveling. And let's just even when I'm on the road, there's no reason why you can't come to a lot of these shows. And I was like, no, I know. I really look forward to this, blah, blah, blah. And, went, and life is good. And we get in the car. And says, I'm not gonna be in Tampa, Marriott, to about 12:30 a.m. It's fine. It's fine. You just never know when your life is just gonna change drastically by a snap of a finger. And um, we start driving and we finally make it to Tampa Airport. There's signs for the Marriott, a pull-up, there's a lot of roads it's um you know the airports right there so it's part of the airport so i pull up and um pop the trunk I'm tired dragging had key lime pie so i'm going into a sugar coma at the restaurant and i pull my bags out and um i hear <clears throat> He goes did you hear that I'm like yeah, yeah um let's nope yeah let's get the bags inside to the and check in so they know we're here because it's 12 <coughs> I see my wife start to is that a cat I go I don't I don't it's probably a cat I mean there's 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 cats here probably running around like I don't <coughs> And she looks at me amongst the parked cars. She's like, Jim, it's a kitten. Like, well, the mother's probably, you know, mother's somewhere around here looking for. It. She's like, no, he's, she's only are there other ones, and we're looking now. She's looking. She's like, get it on the other side of it. We'll try to catch it. I'm half-ass trying to catch this thing. I'm like, oh my gosh, oh, I'm I just wanna check into my hotel. What are we gonna do if we catch the thing? Then who do we give it to? Are we driving to a animal hospital at 1 a.m. in the middle of Tampa that might be open? And it's just like, what are we can't we just can't we just check in and let nature be nature? Um however I then see this thing. It's it's a tiny little kitten. And I went, oh no, oh no, 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 no. no. Clearly, the mom's around somewhere. Everything's it's, it's, the mom's around somewhere. This thing would come out from the car and look at me. Like, it was it was clearly stressed out. And this guy comes out. He's like munching a, a sandwich. I I don't know if he's the janitor or whatever. And he goes, um, he, he goes, um, hey, you guys trying to catch a cat or something. Jake yeah, is uh, you want know, part of my turkey turkey sandwich? I said, yeah. Throw it on the ground, boom. And the little kitten comes out, just, <laughs> just gobbles it up. So clearly, it's starving, and it's so tiny. She was gonna have another piece, throws it down. She picks it up, curls it up. It's in her chest. She got it in her jacket, like this, her sweatshirt. I said, I'll go. I'll go check the bags in. And I don't know what's going on. I, like, like all I know this is we're off this is going be an adventure It's gonna be an adventure that I was not planning I don't know any part of at this moment So I go check in I come back downstairs like, I think he's got fleas because I'm itchy <laughs> she was like, I can't get rid of him Jim. I can't get rid of him I said like, what do you And the thing is just now it's in her pocket like not a pocket like she's got it wrapped around her sweatshirt She's like, and she sneaks it into the hotel, and she goes in the bathroom. She takes out all the towels because she doesn't want anything to get uh, fleas, right? She's like, Jim, I need you to go find um, uh, what the hell's the name of it? Uh, it's like blue dish soap. Dish? I don't know if it's called dish. Whatever it is, it's blue. She goes, go get. You gotta go get dish washer fluid what, Where am I going? to, So I go to Walgreens. I'm looking for. Now I'm on an adventure. I'm in the car and I'm going to a 24-hour Walgreens in Tampa. And there's part of Tampa that you don't want to be in at 1:30 in the morning, and a Walgreens going. Do you guys have any dish soap? Like what? You have any dish soap for like fleas? What? So now that I gotta find a kitty litter. There's no kitty litter. I took a box that had these toys in it. And I kind of emptied it. it kind of, I was like, "This would be kitty litter," and I got a um, trash, trash garbage link linings to put in there. I got the kitty litter, and I got a scooper, and I've got this soap for the cat to get rid of its fleas. And my and my wife goes, "Let me call our daughter." He calls our daughter, who's in New Jersey. She goes, hun, we have a kitten here. And I can hear my daughter go, don't get rid of it. She goes, well, no, we got there's well, you can't stay in New Jersey. I will book a flight right now. My daughter booked a flight for 6 a.m. was back in Naples at 9 a.m. waiting for this kitten. I said, Dad, this is. Remember, I just told you I want to go on adventure. I want to bring a cat and blah blah blah. I just, I, I said, yes, 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 yes. I know, but listen, we're just starting. I, I, we're not even an hour into this. I, I don't know if this thing's gonna live. I don't know anything about it. The, the, more cats may come out. T- just take it easy right now. So I buy the dish soap. I get the scooper. I get the um couple cat things. Food. Got tuna. And um I head back. My wife's giving it a bath. It's one it's like one thirty now. One thirty in the morning in a hotel room. <coughs> Show the first video, Mike. Little Yeah. I
0: know, I know, I know. Um, and how to bathe it. Shoot.
1: That's what I'm hitting non stop. <coughs> Screaming under the car. <coughs> so now. My wife goes, Here's what we're going to do. Uh, we are, I'm going to drive back home, bring the cat, meet our daughter. One of our best friends is a veterinarian, a family member is a veterinarian. And um, they come over, check it, take care, everything's good. This thing so damn, so damn cute. I completely, sub. I completely submit, I just, submission, submission, bathed in everything. Look at this cat. Look, look at what I'm dealing with here. Look at this thing. And my, I mean, and then we bring it home, and look at this thing at home. You think he's happy? Look at it. To this last video, listen to this thing. Wait, you kidding me? I was gonna call it 2K. I wanted to call it 2K because it already cost me two thousand dollars in gas and changing hotel rooms, changing flights, all this jazz. We gotta get shots. This, that. Uh, but I completely I love this stupid cat. now I'm like, who are we gonna get to watch the cat? who are we gonna get to so now my daughter now I get the battle up but the thing's home and I have I have a cat. And it's really funny because the first thing I thought of it went. well, okay I got some material now to work on this is this is definitely gonna bring. Life experiences, and definitely going to bring uh, a whole new, a whole new comical view for me as time moves on. Can you imagine? I want to. It should be called Hope. I haven't. Na- I think my daughter named it. But like, can you imagine that your life just, in, just in general, right? You, you go from. You, you, You go from screaming for your life, help, I lost my mother, I lost my family, I have coyotes chasing me, I have foxes chasing me, I have bigger cats that want to kick my ass, I have wild dogs, I have people throwing rocks at me, I have cars going by at 70 miles an hour, I got planes taking off, and now I'm in Naples, Florida, bathed. Being held in my own home, fed when I'm whatever this thing just (laughs) purring like a lion, purring like a lion, came out of nowhere, and I have to say the peace that for now, the peace that this thing has already brought. Now, FBI Bob, here's where here's where it's interesting. So. We saved this kitty, all right. Why do I call this guy FBI Bob? FBI Bob taught me so much. I'm just started with this. When I start going to the, um, when we became the Maria's crew in New Jersey coffee crew, FBI Bob, I believe was God's way of teaching me to stop judging people and how how far off I can honestly be with my own judgment of things. I think I'm pretty damn smart. I think I'm pretty uh, damn intuitive. Like I'm, I'm borderline cocky with it. I'm just being honest right now. I'm cocky saying like, oh, I read things like that. And I read people like that. And, and I've failed horrendously. Um, that That in, in that coffee shop, I failed horrendously every time I think I am the I got this I know what you are and I know what you are and I know how to help you and I know what I do to just beyond look ridiculous. The first one was was the guy that brought us all together, the guy Rob. It's another whole story. So if you don't know about the story, I should tell you that. If you don't know about the story, um, and this has a bizarre ending. Some of you be like, Oh, you stretch it, but it's true story. And the cat ties into FBI Bob. I know that sounds weird. I know it sounds weird to you, but just will you just trust me? So when I first, I would go to this coffee shop every day. And um, there's this guy that would come in. And everyone was happy. They kind of, all local. Some people in and out. Some people sat there for a little while. And it was it was definitely, the lady that runs has kind of got an attitude, which is what we all love. But sometimes she can get snarky and she don't put up with nothing. Like I've seen her go up to a kid. I saw a kid go into that place put up a laptop computer and just and taken up her only four top, right? And she would come over and she like, can I get you something? He's like, no, I'm okay for now. And she goes, all right, well, let me know when you're ready. You know, and he plugs it in. She goes behind the counter. You can see she's seething. She is seething, right? Now, me and fireman Phil, who's sitting across from me, he's a fireman from Newark. He just orders, he orders, like triple espresso shots and they just take some, the entire jar of sugar for like five minutes going while he's talking he's going Maria look Maria she's all pissed what's <laughs> the matter Maria uh, business a little slow today with people not ordering <laughs> totally busting her chops so the second time she goes up you know there's more of us now sitting in there there's Rob the Baker, there's, there's Rob the Gimp, there's all, everyone has a different name. Marie goes up to the kids, she's like, hey, are you ready to order? So, nah, I think I'm cool, I think if you like have a glass of water. And she goes, listen to me, I ain't no Starbucks, okay? I'm a little mom and pop, this is my place, okay? I'm not backed by some big corp, I got money coming off a tree, this is a home shop. OK, you come walking in here, you don't say hello, you don't look anyone in the eye and then you sit down at the biggest table and then you, you, you take up the whole spot where four of my customers be sitting and you don't even ask if you can plug it in. You plug in and you open your computer and I'm all right with that. But if you, this, this is this is for people that want a coffee. But, and but he goes, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Uh, um, all right, let me, I'll check out the menu in a second. I'm sorry, I'll order something. Just when you're ready, I'll order. You know, let me know. So she goes back behind the counter, and this kid gets up like five minutes later. He comes walking, he's like, I'll have a, uh, you know, whatever coffee and a, a, and like a muffin, right? She gives it to him. And he goes, how much is that? She goes, no, no, no. I don't, I'm not charging you. That's on me. She goes, I just want you to know. You, you don't walk in. When you walk into places, you look at people. You say hello. You smile. You don't walk in these places just, just and then you sit down. Look at the room. What, what, what would be courteous to everyone else? That's all. This is a mom and pop shift. We, we We take care of each other. This isn't Starbucks when no one talks to each other and you walk in and you're you drinking Slurpees and that's fine. It's not that place. He's like, oh, I, okay, I totally understand. Totally understand. Thank you. She's like, it's okay. You let me know if you want something else. And that is, it, it's almost like tough love. That's what Marie's good. It's tough love. And we all we all got really close with this guy rob who came in rob the gimp and how that was my first bad judgment he'd come in with a hoodie and sit there and um when he finally left and i remember fireman phil gone that guy's an asshole," and Go, oh, yeah. I go up to Maria. I'm like, Maria, what kind of human being? Well, how how miserable you gotta be as a human being? What is going on in your life that's so sad and destructive and so bad that you bring that attitude into a little place like this? Like, and she comes from around the counter and she flips the rag over her shoulder and she's like, Jim, he came here from Staten Island. I saw him crying in front of Dunkin' Donuts. And um so I sit him down here because I want him to eat and have coffee. He doesn't have family. He came out here with his wife and they weren't here very long. She just passed. I went, oh, wow. I did. I did not see that coming. Totally judge this guy's you I was convinced he was a Unabomber. That's. That's how far off I was. I was because this guy would come in with a with a gray sweatshirt, limping, and he looked so. He just sit. He would just sit there. You couldn't even see his face. You know, he's a little older, so there's some lines. So it's kinda, it kind of looks like a nasty apple sticking out of the hood. I was convinced this guy was just. I, he was like an ex-gangster or something. Did not see the no family, wife just passed away. Didn't see that coming. Thou shall not judge. (laughs) Caught my pants down. FBI Bob was the second one. So FBI bomb, I start talking about this place, Maria's. And I'm like, I'm gonna write a show and this is why I left Hollywood. And I was more I was definitely the conspiracy guy. I would sit there and like, you don't believe this and that and this and that. And this guy's like, Jim, you are absolutely crazy. I'm like, am I crazy? You know, so we and then we talk about whatever. It was just it was everyday stuff, you know. These guys debate. This one, bring a vaccine. I'm saying, I'm not getting that. Uh, you anti-vaccine. And then we'd get into it for a while, but we'd always be able to put things aside and take care of one another. Always. Unlike today. Um, so, this guy was always in the corner. Bob. And the computer would cover all the way up to his nose. So all you would see is his eyes, and he would never talk, and he would just glare up at our conversations. And once in a while, he'd just kind of, like, smirk and shrug his shoulders. You didn't know if he was laughing or if he was disappointed. And I was convinced, I was convinced that this guy was either in the FBI or, like, he's definitely listening to our ideas, and he's going to sell them somewhere. I don't trust this guy. So I, I, call, I said, I want to call him FBI Bob. And we would all look, and i get that whole theory started. It was just, we'd all start talking like, Lou, Lou, really, quiet. Comes in, just sit there, does his voice stuff. But he talks to him a lot. And one of the guys, Lou, he's kind of the the voice of reason guy, this guy Lou, right? Lou always just laughs. He's like, "Yeah, you're the you're crazy. You really, you really, you are crazy." He's he's a totally good guy. You should talk. He's a very funny. Very he's quiet, but he's a great guy. I'm like, yeah, I don't know, man. This is a computer. Just see his eyes. I don't trust him. Um, so I go on a trip. I'm doing one of my tours, and I come back from the tour, and they're like, "Hey, uh." This FBI Bob, he—he's uh, really cool, and he's—he uh, does like script stuff. I'm like, what? What are you talking about? So now, like, you—you you gave him. So, long story short, I start. I'm starting to get to know FBI Bob, right? And he's the sweetest, sweetest soul you can imagine. And we laugh while we why I called him FBI Bob and all that, and, um, <laughs> and we start playing. Like the FBI Bob was, he was funny too because he was very reserved and very quiet and all that jazz. And I remember, he let he let loose in my yard one day. Who started lip syncing this song? I was like, who is this guy? But at the same time. FBI Bob, a couple, you know, I'm getting to know him. He comes in. Like, you can't write this. You can't even write this. He comes in, he goes, hey guys, I want you to, I want you to meet my wife, Kathy. And, we're, and we look at her, and there's Kathy, and a beautiful woman, we're like, wow, he's married. And he goes, and this is her son. This is my son-in-law. Go, oh, nice to meet you. You're the visiting town. Yeah. I go, what do you do for you know, what do you do for a living? And FBI Bob goes, all right, Jim, don't get all paranoid, but her son is in the FBI. I'm like, what? <laughs> so we have, like, cool it, so And we would tell these bird stories about death and my dad and the Cardinal. and Everyone had, like, this bird story. So I thought it was kind of interesting. There's two things that are interesting. I'm going to show you one thing right now, and then the other one I'm going to. Wrap it up with, if you're still listening. Um, we did a. Uh, so if you go to Maria's coffee shop, there's a little corner where he would sit. And was wild. His family heard all about us. They heard about the group, and he went to Italy with a bunch of the Maria's crew, and just we we were we were an incredible family, and still an incredible family. And um, with that said, we have these stories of birds and this and steeper souls and stuff like that. And the family went to go see where Bob would sit every morning. And they went to sit and there was a feather right where he was sitting, like where he'd be having his computer. There was a feather just sitting there. No one's been in the store it's indoors so the coolest thing ever if you ever walk in there Maria took the feather she made a little frame we made Bob's seat so this is for FBI Bob show this if you ever go to Maria's son okay that's the seat Good morning. 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 family's out there that's FBI Bob right there see the feather boom a little feather Perfect, right? Now, here's the thing that blows me away even more. So the whole reason I got this dopey new cat, because I had to go and we, we had to save it. We had to save this little kitty cat. I get this whole thing, like this whole golly thing about Bob going, hey, Jim, you know, you should, you should start talking about Maria's again and, and talk about, you know, the deeper things you learned out of it. Yes, me judging people so hard back then, thinking who you are. How many of us do that? And it reminded me, we're at the memorial. The whole reason I got this cat is because of Bob. I was going to name the cat Bob. And it comes to be that FBI Bob created the computer program called Save the Cat. It's it's a script writing thing. It's a book. There's a book called Save the Cat, which I actually own when I started writing this as a TV show and writing a film and blah blah blah. Save the cat. FBI Bob created the program called Save the Cat. Now, yes, does it all tie in? Is it all really far out there? Is it all tied or is it just irrelevant things that all put in a interest search? It doesn't matter. All I know is I'm not going to think of the bad things that Bob ain't here. I'm going to think of the blessings that I'm going to continue with my good friend, FBI Bob. Because now every time I see this cat, I'm like, this cat craps on the floor. I'm like, FBI Bob, I swear to God. Swear to God, if you ever come back, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. I'm going to send you right back into the line. Um,
0: Hey, Hey, Jim. Yeah. Hey, real quick i just wanted to throw this out there this is uh from Cat.com. they i guess they put a little thing up for him
1: oh no kidding
2: yeah yep
1: bob mcfarlane i mean are you kidding me yeah yeah man now I, he sent me a script and i i'm i'm sorry i didn't well I'm, it was a science fiction thing and I'm going to find it and, I don't know, maybe we do something fun. I should maybe get the Maria's crew to act out. We all, we all, we all pick a part and we act out and we do our own thing. The Maria's crew do Bob FBI, FBI Bob's movie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But to me, sometimes you need these things in life. You need to look at this simple stuff because what else are you going to do? You're staring at, ah, you know, gender race and guns and trump and biden and this like oh my god too much you may not know this person or you may know the person um and we're not gonna make it all about one thing we're gonna make it about where we're moving on in life but there's something to say for human beings who i'm about to have on the whole reason why this this, this um, podcast exists is because of being forced a couple of years ago into a corner, into certain ways. So what do I mean by that? If you don't know the story, I filmed the comedy special. Somebody had to say it. Um, and during that time it was supposed to come out in october i think it was 2020 or 2021 i don't remember 2021 maybe it was coming out in october signed up with this company who were fans still are fans um and great things that you 4 dollars 3 dollars get that whatever you get the pre get all the emails and the pre-order and then it airs and it looks like unbelievable footage like on television. well then a lot of venues started forcing hey you better show up with this and you if you don't show up with the then you're not allowed to um, come see the show no entertainment less a, and I made the video which went which led to all this. Led to all this, and all of a sudden, I got a call. Hey, Jim, uh, this isn't going away. So, what's not going away? The video you made. So, oh, well, I had, I had, I had a bunch of people paying customers that said they don't want to do that, and a couple of, the venue that I'm booked at is forcing it, and I didn't agree on that, and I wouldn't do it, and I haven't done it, so why would I? I don't want anything to do with that. People should not be forced to do that. And he's like, ah, well, it's going to be in the news. I'm like, really? The video I made on Facebook? And, well, of course, we made the news. Blah, blah. Um, the, the platform then dropped me. For that reason. And, again, I'm not playing victim. Just telling you what happened. And they said they're connected to this bigger uh entity touring whatever um uh, it's just we can't do it business-wise it's gonna kill us okay i said i understand business, business i understand i don't put you in jeopardy i got it you gotta do your thing gotta make your money you gotta sustain i get it and that period of time was an onslaught of peers Family, media. And it was it was it was like a war. It's like sitting there and here come the here comes the first wave of the Air Force. How can you not care about others? well you're not gonna be able to go back to school yeah do it do it for the elderly you're careless You're, you're this they tried everything everything you're the reason you're the problem you are the issue you're the demons you're the ones that are stupid you're the you're it and um i'm so glad i'm so glad I just stayed to who I was, which is why I'm excited about this new band. Killer new band called The Defiant. Because I know for a fact this guy, who used to be in the band Offspring, Pete Parada, was also under that gun. And he had to make a move. And he was, you know, hey, man, we can't have you here. Uh, Same with Dickie Barrett who's the singer of the defiant so a bunch of these guys that are like many of you out there listening you may want to give a listen i'm super stoked i haven't heard the music yet but i'm more i'm i'm super excited to have pete today pete parada of the defiant what's
2: up pete hey jim great to meet you
1: bro it's awesome to meet you um I'm super stoked. You know, uh, Dickie reached out way back when, and he was spooked out because he, he was on Jimmy Kimmel, and Kimmel gave him an ultimatum. And, you know, he chose, nah, I'm going to hold out. Boom, cost him his job. He's got two kids, the band, similar to you. And yeah. that had to be, I don't know what direct, I, I know I want to get into the new stuff. But guys like you are who I want to be with when war breaks out, because that was war. Yeah, because it really was war, man. I mean, because if you really think about it, Pete, that was a time where what I realized was I know exactly who's going to immediately surrender. I know exactly who's already held hostage and they feel helpless and there's nothing they could do. And I also saw all the ones that would just roll over and not only roll over, will start become informants. Yeah. And that's what you see in war. So I'm always going to remember who the informants were, who the, who the, who the, who we're going to remember that, but it's exciting now as time doesn't it feel good at this time in life right now
2: yeah things look a lot different you know a year and a half later and um which is nice because it, you know you went through it too it's it's brutal and it's non-stop when you're in it like it's, i, I don't know the mob comes swiftly and they throw like you said everything at you you're this oh. you're that oh you're now now we're labeling you all kinds of things that you know it's like it's (laughs) it's not accurate but it's like no we have to make you the devil so we will yeah and you know just indiscriminately going to smear you with whatever because you know you're not playing ball you're not getting on board
1: can i ask you something sure and who's writing the music for uh the band Defiant? Is it it mostly Dickie? Is it a collaboration?
2: Is it Greg? What is It's it been a real collaboration with the five of us. I mean, Greg, obviously writing all the Smash Mouth songs, you know, you know everything's gonna be catchy. And Dickie's got that personality and a way with words, with his lyrics. And so when all five of us kind of start throwing our input on it, it really makes a unique stamp. And it was exciting to watch it come together Because we're all spread out. You know, I'm in Nashville. Greg also lives here. But Dickie's in Arizona. Johnny Rio, the bass player, is in Texas. And Joey Briggs is in LA. So we're sending files around. And it's a lot of, like, sending things back and forth. But every time the next person put their stamp on it, like, the song stepped up to another level. And so it's been exciting to watch it come together.
1: Are the lyrics... I'm a huge lyric guy. Are the lyrics... I'm going to listen anyway, but are the lyrics uh, come out of anything, what you all went through?
2: Yeah, I mean, it, yes. I mean, And Dickie's a lyric guy. And, you know, the band is about something, but it, mostly it's about unity. It's about bringing people together at the end of such a dark time. Right. I think because of what happened to me and what happened to Dickie, that a lot of people think that we, we have some negativity of something and we really don't. This was such a positive thing that brought us together. And it's been positive every step of the way, and the music is positive. And yeah, we're talking about situations and and things that we feel weren't right, but yeah. it's not it's not coming from a place of anger. It's not coming from a place of bitterness. It's all about unity and how much all of us have in common. Where you know, if you only live online, you would think we're so divided, nothing can ever be done, and we all might as well give up. But when you get out in the world and you can have a conversation with a real person you're like, oh, okay, we don't have to agree on all these same things, which, you know. So that was that was a big light bulb moment for me through all of this was how many people were willing to just cut people out of their lives entirely because of one issue or, well, we don't agree on this thing or I don't like who you voted for. And it's just like, but you're cutting real tangible people that you know and have known you and care about you like just overnight out of your life in service of a politician or some corporation or some issue but these people don't give a shit about you, you know, the people that you're cutting out, they're the ones who are gonna show up for you. That's so right. that was really kind of disturbing for me to, to, to see happen and disheartening. So I, I'm all about bringing people together. This band is all about bringing people together and we're really excited to get it out there.
1: That's really cool. So, you know, I was, I went through phases. I went through what you, it was super disappointing I don't think I ever got angry. I I shouldn't say that. I definitely got angry. But angry on my own time. But it it was... And again, I, I had to sit back and go, wow, you're really emotionally attached to something. You don't know what's going on right now. So it was so easy for certain people to see. Like It was so easy for me to see. However... I found the new tactic, which is bring in unity. And it is, I I think the key to it all is literally stop the labeling. Stop saying this, this conservative, right? This liberal, stupid, liberal, this HD, whatever. I don't even know all the words. Uh, when, When you're categorizing, You're already you're already judging and dividing
2: all erasing. You're erasing people's humanity by trying to to put them in a box that they wouldn't necessarily agree to. And, you know, I thought we weren't doing that anymore. But, you know,
1: they're definitely still trying it. Like even me, people say, oh, you're a right winger Mm -hmm. or you're 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 uh, you know super conservative. You're you're a Trumper. You're it's like you don't know anything about me. Exactly. If you're saying all those things, you don't know anything about me. I want us all to win. I want us all. I want everyone to thrive. Mm-hmm. Dude, there's nothing I'd love more in life than all of humanity thrive. And it was really hard finding it through comedy. Um, I wish I was in the. I wish I was. Uh listening to you guys collaborate at times is the album completely done already all the lyrics everything
2: done yeah everything's we just finished mixing we're heading towards mastering hopefully the first single will be out in august and then oh, the wow. whole album this fall so it's it's coming you know everything always takes a light years longer than you hope but
1: yes and is it all online
2: um well, the, the band, our website's online, thedefiantofficial.com, and you can find us on the socials. Uh, Instagram is Defiant Official, and Twitter is Defiant USA, or The Defiant USA. Um, and so everything will be on there um, as soon as we have it up and running. The whole band was out here for the first time two weeks ago. Everyone was in one place finally. So we had some rehearsals to play through the whole record, and we filmed a video for the first song, and just had really good vibes of getting everybody in the same room and and playing. And it was, it felt like something special. I had a friend there that was taking photographs just to kind of capture our first time together. And she even said, she's like, I got goosebumps, just like, I've never heard these songs before, but the way you guys work together and the positivity in the room, like you can feel it. And it it was just really nice to be a part of something like that.
1: That's really cool. I mean, you gotta be stoked even, I mean, now all right, I got a quick question. Mm -hmm. Is everyone in the band sort of, because you got, you know, you have yourself that came from, is it was all about the, yeah, Dickie Barrett was all about the, from the Mighty Boston's, was um, Greg Camp from Smash Mouth in that situation, is everyone from the same situation?
2: Not necessarily. I think everybody is is uh, all uh, believing in individual liberty and, you know, everybody's own individual right to choose what we do for our bodies, for our families sure. and ourselves. And I think that that's the overall message. I know that me and Dickie got swept up in the the shot conversation and things, but the, the band itself is just like talking about individual liberties, talking about what happened, talking about moving forward and finding a way back to each other in a in a world that's been divided i think purposefully. Oh and, 100%. Yeah. Anyone and, that
1: thinks it's not is is not really looking at. It. This is this is the greatest uh voodoo mind manipulation uh power overload that maybe we've ever, that i've seen in history that I, in my living history this is the I, I haven't read the Bible. I don't go in that direction. But you know, my wife and I'll sit there and I talk about times. I'm sitting there going, Oh my god, maybe maybe this is what they used to always be talking about, where it's the the love of the the love will come to the top, but all this has to happen in order for that to to rise to the top to to show everyone else. And you know, at the end of the day some don't make it that's i guess that's part of nature and part of life i just pray they all make it but no what i meant by that was what i meant was did everyone get forced out of a band
2: no i okay. i okay. no, that wasn't it wasn't like oh we've all. it was you know kind of that conversation started between me and dicky because that he so you two are the ones yeah. right right but right. you know he came to me and said hey i saw your story he's like and i said yeah i saw yours and he said I think we should work together. He said, do you know Greg Camp? And I said, well, obviously I know of him, but I've never met him. And he said, well, he lives in Nashville and he's, and this is Dickie, you know, he's he's yes, very, indeed. yeah. She goes, I just got this feeling that the three of us are going to work really well together. And I just want us to write some music and, and see where it goes. And then, so I was like, okay, great. And these songs started coming out and very quickly he was like, I'm bringing in Johnny Rio from the street dogs on bass, And I was like, okay, that's great. And then, (laughs) and then he's writing music with Joey Briggs or Joey LaRocca from the Briggs. And, and then he says, you know, I'm writing these songs with Joey. I think he's the fifth member. I this feels complete. And it's like, bring him in. So then, you know, then we have the five of us. So it kind of started because of me and Dickie's stories and, and what we went through with our respective bands and jobs and stuff. But it, from there, it was more of a musical thing, bringing everybody together.
1: But that's what I find awesome. Like e- even... E- so it's it's a bad situation at first, but now it's turning into this incredible situation. I look at it this way too. Like I... Okay, yeah. Now I don't have a platform. So it forced me to go, all right, I'm going to start doing a podcast, put it all there. If you join a pod- and And this is the... the this is so exciting to me. I've had so much fun. I'm still in a closet. I'm still in a closet. I haven't even begun yet. I haven't even started real production yet. But I think we're all at a stage in life too. Like you've lived it. You, you've, you've gone on top of the mountain. You, you, you saw that rise. You, you rubbed elbows with the, with the highest of kings. And to live that and then see what we went through of all humanity and now come out of it and we're all at that stage where we know it's important in life and you know we all got i'm sure you guys all have comfortable money you don't have to go and claw them whatever and that i find a lot of times besides the original struggle is the greatest time when people really start performing and really start getting creative because there's no pressure there's no
2: pressure yeah i mean and that was one of the hardest things of you know uh, that's great that that's where we are now but like you said when you went through it like you have these ebbs and waves and you know i i'm not like being a side person in a band like you don't end up with a a super giant nest egg to sit on right and and so restarting but you know my family and i kind of knew that going into this was like all right our lives are going to change drastically financially and thankfully when my story got out people started hitting me up i have my own studio here recording drums and people started hiring me for that and that kept us afloat that got us started that and then you know coming together with dickie and um people like tim pool reaching out and we're making music together and so by i know a lot of people didn't want to say anything and and are kind of wanting sure. to ride this out i hear from all of them i'm sure you do too privately yeah. like oh, i back what you're doing i wish i could say something but what i would say to them is if that's your position either you're going to keep working in a place where you have to hide your feelings or your thoughts on things and then you're never going to find people like this to work with so while it was a beating up front and the people that you know bailed away from me was pretty quick um <laughs> you know you yeah. find you find your people though you like the wave of support that came in right of people like hey what can i do can you, can you play drums on this can we you know work on some music together like what do you need like that was amazing for yeah. for me and my family because i mean yeah, I, a little bit of anger when everything happened, but mostly just shell shock and confusion. Like, did yeah. this just happen? Because it know. was it was quick, you know. Yeah,
1: yeah. it was quick, and uh, you're right. But now here you are, man. I, I appreciate yeah. coming to hang out. So, the band is the Defiant. Go to Defiant. dot official.
2: Uh, the The DefiantOfficial. dot Yep.
1: now. You got you got Greg Campus Smash Mouth. You have yourself uh formerly offspring you have dickie barrett mighty mighty boston's you have johnny well, johnny was in the street dogs yeah he was in the street right? dogs yep that's right that's right he's gonna be so he's gonna be bad he's gonna be smacking out the bass and then um joey la roca was the briggs Terry briggs and he's gonna be doing guitar is and keys and yeah, you and guys, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, and all those guys are great singers too. So it's like all the harmonies are there. Like even the first time playing together, it was crazy because, you know, you, I've been in a lot of bands and I've been at a lot of rehearsals where you show up and half the people didn't do their homework, and now you're sitting there waiting for someone to go. Well, I didn't bother looking at this. Show me this part, or how's that go? And everybody showed up with their with it together you know everybody was ready to go so it was just like all right let's just start blowing through songs and it felt like a band right away because everyone cared enough to be ready it was it's not a job for any of us it's a labor of love and everyone showed up with that love and you could feel it well i can't
1: wait man you gotta keep me in tune when this is coming out i appreciate you coming on pete
2: yeah thanks so much for having me
1: stay healthy brother be safe and all the good uh all the best of you and the family and the rest of the gang
2: awesome thanks so much Jim. see ya see you later that was pete parada
1: uh formerly offspring now of the defiant and uh, like i said i remember when dicky barrett first reached out to me because he had a situation with jimmy kimmel and he had to get fired because he wouldn't because he had questions so I don't know about you, but I'm super stoked about it. Joe, you on the phone? Yeah, no, I'm coming right
0: now. Oh, okay, cool. So I'm going to jump on this thing really quick and
1: then we'll do it. Okay. Thanks, I'm brother. So busy. Bye.
0: What do you, um, oh, who's that? Hey, can I talk about our shows that we have coming to Chicago? <laughs> we, we talk a lot about those shows. Oh, we talked so much about those shows.
1: All right, wait, we're, we're, no. we're, where am I playing? I'm
0: going to tell you right now, I cannot pronounce the word. What theater? Is I'll tell you right now. Genesee. Genesee Theater. Genesee Theater, theater will hook, hook in Illinois. Yeah, and that's good. Jimbrewer.com. Yeah, that's good. Yeah, go to Jimbrewer.com. We're going to be landing there. And and we two shows in, in Chicago. Oh, my gosh. I told them about uh, my new cat. Dude, do you guys. I, I tell you right now. He is a better man than me because when I heard the cat, I would be like, oh, no, yeah. Hey, we should go in and get some cocktails and we should do that. What about the cat? Yeah, no, I, no, no, we don't wanna do that. It'll have rabies, it'll bite you. Like, dude, there's no way. I'm such a, he's going to heaven. I'm gonna, high fives in hell. What's up? That's where I'm gonna end up. And then, um, I don't know if I took. I think I told you this before, FBI Bob. Ah, so bummed.
1: Yeah, but the FBI, he created the computer program for Save the Cat. Yeah, and you told me to look that up. Anyway, um, go Good, tell them what, what you got.
0: Okay, so we're always trying to come up with different ideas for the merchandise. And one of the things I wanna let you guys know too, because a lot of people have asked me, fans at the show last night actually came up to the merch table and they were like, hey, we wanna get a woman's shirt. We're definitely gonna do that, something that's cut a little more comfortable. Um, I've been asking for that for a while, just saying. Okay, so we're getting that done. And, uh, and, uh, uh, the other thing that we're going to be doing is for the 4th of July. So, you know how, like the, uh, yeah, dude, they you. Turn the light on. It's like, are we, I feel like we're like not supposed to be in here. <laughs> <laughs> like, stuff is, dude, dude, is dude, whose stuff is this? All right, let's go. Okay. So, um, so what I was going to say, what I was going to say was I wanted to do something special for the 4th of July because last year Jim released the special. Uh, you know, someone has to say it. And I was like, we should do something killer. So we took the Eagle shirt and Mike in a second is going to put it up. There we go. And he took the, we took the Eagle shirt and look what we did. We made oh, it red, cool. white, and blue. You I like that? Like that yeah. yeah. And then see on the back, Mary when you're messing around and you're like, dude, we should do a shirt. It says yes. red, white, and blue. And there you go, look at it.
1: I like that. And that's
0: on the back. So it's a two-sided shirt. It's the Eagle logo that you guys have loved and that everyone has, you know, bought at the shows. And we're going to be kind of retiring the shirt through the rest of the year. We'll be having it on sale out there next year. Uh, we got a whole bunch of new designs coming. But the other thing I wanted to show everyone, so we got to- <laughs> so, But really quick. And you can get this all right now online. Dude. If you order right now, you will get the new uh, Red white, and Brew. <laughs> no, we check it out. So, the thing that's cool about that shirt, you can pre order it right now, and I will uh, ship it to you so you can have it on 4th of July at your barbecue. Yes. So you're raging. Now,
1: before 4th of July comes, get the red,
0: white, and brew. That's the red, white,
1: and brew. God, I love that. (laughs) that.
0: And then uh, also, uh, as as another item that we want to do for the summer, um, I came up with these uh, beer koozies, these Jim Brewer. Brew Crew has our little mic logo on there, and uh, we got those. And then uh, anyone that orders, I an a, one, just I was gonna say, it's cool. Anyone that orders uh, a pre-order shirt now, you go to JimBrewer.com, the merchandise. Uh, and if you go to order one of the new shirts for Fourth of July, you get a beer koozie for free, and that's it. Dial one eight hundred Jim What was that show where they used to go like with like the jewelry? Todd worked for it where they go like, oh, uh, like QVC.
1: Yeah. Do they know about home shopping network?
0: Has Todd been on here yet?
1: No, he has not. Dude, stop. Okay.
0: Stop. (laughs) Stop. He has not been on. Oh, okay. Oh yeah. Okay. Okay. Has he not been on? Okay. Stop. Stop. (laughs) You guys got to meet Todd. He rules. I just wanted to start out with the video in his backyard. That's how I want you to introduce him to all of these people. The one I just showed you. No, the video in his backyard. No, not that one. Not where he's standing. Oh, the yes. Video. <laughs> Somebody wants. Jim has a neighbor in Naples. <laughs> you guys think I talk fast or Jim does? Has ADHD? This guy makes us seem so. Just together, like we've like we've meditated. Todd, he's, sometimes he's talking. He when he talk he talks so much it makes me tired. Like <laughs> I just watch him and I'm like, oh my! And he knows everything about finance, computers, music. One time he was like, I, he's like, do you like Avenged Sevenfold? I'm like, yeah, they're cool. What are you talking, to? Avenged Sevenfold, the drummer. <laughs> and we're in we're in this car going to a nice dinner. The drums. Yeah, and he, he started off. playing. He started comparing him to John Bonham, dude. No disc. Oh yeah no dish to avenge sevenfold <laughs> i know one of those dudes super cool but dude i did not want to listen to avenge sevenfold on the way to the steak dinner he was just <laughs> jamming it he <laughs> was, was jamming it okay there you go get your free koozie oh order your fourth of july shirt come out to a show say hi to me at the merch table i love meeting you guys you're super cool so i get two ideas one oh. is that i have a red white and brew idea okay for like a back of a shirt yeah it says, it's, it's the word red. you're getting in camera because it okay. looks like I'm just... It's sure the word screen. red. Okay. Yeah. The word white. Yeah.
1: And then in blue,
0: blue. Yeah, that's the back of your shirt. That's the back of it? Yeah. Can you show that again? <laughs> that's what we did. Watch. Look. Let me see. I love that we've already made these shirts and he does not He just goes, I got this like idea. Look, see it? Red. red. I did exactly what put the readers on. Come in. Look at, Mike, can you blow it up a tee? Look, look, there it is. Look, look, just look at it. Look at it, look at it. Do you see that? Look at it. All right, sorry. My bad. There you go. That's the back of your shirt, bro. My bad. Sorry. All right, no, I don't, dude. Sorry. I'm stoked I did it right. No, sorry. My apologies. All right, cool. Stupid. (laughs) All right, no, you're not. All right, cool. I'm going to head to the gym. All right, later. I'm coming too. Okay, all right, I'll wait. I'll head down later. Hey. What? Later. I love Joe.
1: Oh my God, he's hilarious. All right, so we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening today. Um, Hopefully, life is more like a Maria's Crew wherever you live. Uh, FBI Bob. Yeah, we're going to keep moving on. I'm going to keep talking about this. You want to hear more about these guys? I feel like. I, I got ideas to bring that more into the fold because it's pretty damn funny that place it really is that maria's crew is something else we're gonna we'll get into it more as time moves on but I just want to thank everyone um, it's gonna get crazy next year and a half is gonna get crazy you have a lot of people trying to run for an office so watch the circus be careful of all the distractions and just live where you're at Live that moment. It may not be here tomorrow. See you next week on the Bruniverse. Thanks for hanging, Mike.
2: Take care, man. Thank
1: you, Joe Sid. for dates and all that stuff. take a look around and what do you see? down tonight. We'll make it history. Hey, this is Jim Brewer. And I got my own Patreon page. And hopefully, you'll check it out. Live comedy concert streamed once a month. Weekly, you host your own podcast and you interview me. Early access to the Bruniverse podcast every single week and have bonus footage and bonus segments. I promise you I'm not going to let you down. Go check out my official Jim Brewer Patreon page and I'll see you there.